Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. another episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz. For any of you who have never listened to the show, or maybe some of you are regulars, remember, we get gritty here. We give ourselves the grace that we need and deserve in our lives, but we also celebrate the glitz, the things that happen each and every day in our lives that may seem small, but really add up to big changes. And that we're constantly taking step for, a step forward, sometimes two steps back, but constantly moving in that same direction. And you guys are in for such a treat today. I am so excited to introduce my guest of honor today. That is Christy Finley. She is absolutely a rock star. Absolutely amazing. Christy, welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited too. We're going to have some <laughs> here and pop out a couple questions, get to know you a little bit better. And I always know my audience always walks away just feeling that much more empowered when they hear guests like you. So listen, before we even introduce you and tell a little bit about you, what something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Um, Probably that I'm extremely strong and that's it. Uh, I'm also very, very delicate. Like emotionally and everything, just from what I've been through in the past few years. Yeah, absolutely. So you come across to some people and they're like, wow, her strength, her resilience, her this. And you're like, hold on. I can still be like, you know, like duckling sometimes. Like something could set me off and I could want to cry, but I can't cry because my eyes don't produce tears. (laughs) Right, right. And it's crazy because you've been through a lot, like, and, you know, Christy, do you mind just kind of sharing, you know, to the listeners, like a little bit about you and a little bit of maybe what you've been through so they can kind of understand that. And we've all been through, you know, different trials and tribulations in our life. Um, But you, you've had a lot on your plate. Yeah. So long story short, because it is kind of a long story. um, Almost five years ago, I got diagnosed. um, I almost. 28 years old, I was 27, uh, with acute myeloid leukemia with an inversion 16 subtype with a kit 2T mutation. Um, I got into remission, had two and a half months of freedom. Nope. Uh, got diagnosed again, had to do my first bone marrow transplant. Um, and then I was in the clear for 80 days and then I relapsed again. And right as the world shut down, I had to do chemo again. And I didn't know if that was possible because, you know, the world shut down and no one was ready for that. Um, and then I had about two years of freedom. And then my brother got diagnosed with another type of leukemia, unrelated, not genetic. And, uh, when he was in the hospital six months after being diagnosed for his bone marrow transplant, I relapsed for the third time. So it came back for the fourth time, uh, this time only in my 
spinal fluid. So I had a tumor in my spinal cord, one in my neck and four in my brain. Um, and I had my second bone marrow transplant almost a little over a year ago on nine, nine, two, two. Um, so I am right now, I'm not working. I'm going back soon. Uh, but I've been kind of living it up this summer, uh, cause I've been in isolation for a lot of the past five years. Wow. I mean, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know your story, but like just hearing it again, like as you like recollect it and just summarize it, cause there's been a lot in between there. Um, yeah. it, you know, you do, you talk about it with such strength and such like, okay, this is what yeah. happened and this and the other, but I'm sure there's been yeah. a lot of like weak mortar in between all of those moments, right? Like yes. in days when you yes. feel bulletproof and like, I can accomplish anything and I'm going to get through this. And I'm sure there's other days where it's like, you're crawled on the, you know, kitchen floor, literally, and like, you know, wanting to bang. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or stuff. like on the toilet for both ends. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's no joke. And then having it then happen to a sibling. Yeah. That was pretty and, wild. Right. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just crazy. I mean, it's hard enough to take one blow. Never mind. You know what I mean? Like for both yeah. of you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just commend you and, you know, Christy, like, I know it's still not easy and I know you're still dealing with it and I know it's still part of the recovery process and it's always going to be part of your life. It's always going to be fabric or tapestry, you know, no matter how long you're in remission, right? It's always going to be a mm -hmm. part of you. Um, but, you know, I'm sure through all those trials and tribulations, like you've learned so much about yourself. Yes. Um so during this whole process, how have you practiced like self-care or self-love? So of course, everyone sent me like face masks and like journals. And I was like, okay, I appreciate the face masks. I did some of them. Couldn't do a lot of them because my skin was so sensitive. Um, but just, I really got into reading, like Ooh. reading books. I've read literally every single Ellen Hildebrand book. Um I think I read like 35 books in one year. I think that was probably 2020 because no one was doing anything. Yeah, I couldn't you're... do anything. Um, so yeah, I'm sitting next to a bookshelf with 40 books that I need to read. So as well, the as 40 I... books you still need to read on top of the yeah. 35 you've already read. Yeah. Now yeah. do you keep the books? Um, you actually like physically keep them? So I keep all of my Ellen books because half of them are signed. And then oh, some of them are actually signed like to me. Um, I did meet her this summer. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, she knows who I am. So it was pretty cool. Um, I do. So I keep the authors that I love and that have like a handful of books. Um, and I do book of the month club. Uh, but I've also donated a lot or I like started Christie's Bard book club so that my friends can borrow my books, but I keep track of certain ones that okay, I want okay, back. Okay, okay. Like, hey, make sure. Because um, like, I'm infamous of getting a book from someone and like forgetting who I even got it from and then they never get it back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you have a good, it sounds like you have a good library system. Sounds like. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. So reading, obviously mm -hmm. like finding peace within yourself. Yes. Right? Oh, no, my, sorry. Self-care. I can't not talk about this yeah uh I feel like two things that people associate me with other than the cancer is like reading and sea glass sea glass walks 
no music. If you're with someone, you can chat with them, but like no phone, no music. I mean, you can have it on you, but don't text. And it's just, you're looking down in the sand, you hear the waves crashing, the seagulls, you know, wherever you are, and you're just in the moment. I think that the sea glass walks like actually really saved me mentally several times throughout my recovery. Wow. Well, I can imagine it's like really therapeutic. Like you have extremely right. Like it's you're, you're doing something right. Like you're on a mission Mm -hmm. to like find this sea glass, but it's also the, the ocean and the sand between your toes and just Mm -hmm. being immersed in the moment of nature. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, I would I would go out when it was 32 degrees and windy and slightly rainy. I mean, I'd be stiff as a board when I got home. <laughs> but yeah, and I collect it. I have like different bins or containers for the different uh, states. Like I frequently go to somewhere in New Jersey and somewhere in Maryland and the sea glass is completely different. Mm. And so I keep them separate. But and I'm sure entire... even pieces that you find on each beach, like the, like how long the sea glass has been, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, I have some sea glass that's like, you know, the edges are like smooth as smooth can be. And then there's other that are still a bit jagged. It's like, okay, someone probably I th- just, I throw those back in. Okay. You're like, I'm saving those for someone else. Well, the, the say, or not saying, but if you throw it back in the sea glass, God will bless you with a better piece. And that Ooh, has happened okay, okay. several times. Mm-hmm. Now, why sea glass? It was that was just was it just something you kind of randomly found, or did you intentionally? Um, there's two parts to this. One part is my dad's mother, who passed away when he was in his 20s. She had a beautiful collection of sea glass from when she lived down in Boca Raton. Uh, in the 70s I guess and those are beautiful blues and purples and colors that you just don't get in the mid-Atlantic so she had a collection um and we had it at my aunt's shore house and then um in fall of 2020 I got to spend a week in Maryland at a summer camp YMCA Camp Taqua if anyone knows about that um and I got to stay there for a week and she uh, owns the property next to them. And she just asked me on one of my last days there, she walk, was walking her dog on the beach for a sea glass walk. She goes, would you like to come with me tomorrow? Okay, think about this. 2020, private property, no idea who she was. And I was like, yeah, I'll go for a walk with you. Oh, and like no cell service. I'm like, Okay, that was really trusting of me. Um, And it's actually a really, really beautiful story. I've gone on several walks um, with this person. We've become very close. She's older. She's like my parents' age. Um, And then she actually got diagnosed with breast cancer uh, before I relapsed. So it's kind of been... Wow. It was like a really meant to be. And I... We... I think us meeting like really kind of saved both of us. That was like, a, that's like a divine intervention. Yeah. It, that's it like, really I mean, was. Regardless of your religious affiliation, it's like a God thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she was put in your life for a certain reason. And I love that. Yes. Big time. That is, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, kind of backing up prior to all this happening, like how did you choose your career path and where do you see yourself going? Like when you do get back to work? 
So I studied, I was always in art. My mom is a fine artist. She does oil paintings. Uh, check her out, lizfinley.com. Um, and my dad is a home developer. And I just kind of fell in love with the idea of product design, designing anything but clothes and buildings is how I describe it. Okay. Um, so I studied that in college and pretty much for product design, you either have to live in Manhattan, Chicago, or San Fran and make no money. And I was like, mm, no, no, thanks. So I came back home, uh, tried a job, uh, at a local kitchen store, kitchen capers, if you know that, yes. um, cause I thought I wanted to study housewares, uh, like all the kitchen gadgets and stuff like that. Uh, so I worked there and then I was like, okay, I need something more. And so my dad uses Ferguson Enterprises and I was going to shadow his kitchen designer or one of the showroom consultants. And then Ferguson actually did a training program. So I got accepted into that, uh, worked my way up to be a showroom consultant. And uh, a year and a half in is when I got sick. Oh. <laughs> Of being a showroom consultant. Yeah. Um, And then I kind of had to, this is something that is, I guess, kind of unique to my situation um, specifically because it's just so much time that I've had to take off of work. Like I've worked for Ferguson for eight years, but I've been on medical leave for three and a half in different bits, but three and a half total. Um, And essentially I worked my butt off to become a showroom consultant in the King of Prussia showroom. That is like the Mecca in the mid Atlantic. Um, And, you know, I guess my body just said, nope. And so when I went back to work, I had to demote myself. And then uh, I tried to go back to work and then I relapsed and then I, the pandemic happened. And so it took a while to go back. and then I kind of had to demote myself again and remind you, I'm, I was 30, 31 at that point, <laughs> like constantly demoting myself when, you know, a lot of my friends were getting promoted, getting big raises. And I'm like, I just, my paycheck just keeps going down after being <laughs> on disability. Like, <laughs> I mean, right. I'm single, so that's almost kind of worse. Right. Um I mean, luckily I have my parents, uh, to rely on, but yeah. And then I got, I went back to work in, uh, spring of 21 worked for literally 11 months and got sick again. Um, yeah. And I did get promoted while I was there was working on a raise (laughs) and literally the week before I got sick again. It was our review talking about a raise and responsibilities and all that stuff. And I got sick for the fourth time. Wow. Wow. So the roller coaster, just like, you know, you can, but you continue to get back on. And that's the beautiful yeah. part about any part of life, right? Like, I know it hasn't yeah. been easy. And I'm not trying to, um, no. you know, negate it at all, but like what you've been able to do um, with again, going back playing on grit, right? Like giving yourself mm-hmm. like that grit to keep working through it, but yeah. you've also given yourself the grace to be like, listen, like I'm, I know you were like, go, go, go get everything done. And it was probably really hard just to like 
be like, I just need to be, because if I don't rest and I don't get like in the right headspace, I'm never going to be able to fight this. And, you know, so you really had to take that, that time to give yourself that grace. Yeah. And I just delayed going back to work another three weeks. (laughs) Well, you know what? Well, that's because that's mostly because of my eyes, because of the constant dry eye. And I just don't think I can stare at three monitors from nine to five every day. Right. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds pretty, pretty intense. I can't even imagine. So as kind of some things up here, I mean, you've clearly display everything that I like want to personify in this, this podcast, right? Grant, Grace, showing you're like willing to share this story with other people. So my last question to you today is if you were to have to describe yourself in one word, what word would you use and why? Well, my mom's friend came up with this word for me a while ago, a few years ago, probably in my early 20s. I'm 32 now. Um, And it's sparkle. Mm. Um, I think my personality is just a sparkle. I smile with my eyes. I've got a big smile. Uh, I'm kind of always laughing. I try to, I have to make light of things or else... Yeah, that wouldn't go too well. Um, But yeah, I'm just a little sparkle. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you are a sparkle and you look at you, you keep showing up and you're like, you know, I'm not going to let cancer win. And you are a sparkle for other people who I'm sure are dealing with, you know what I mean? A lot of this emotion and a lot of this, like all these feelings and everything that they're, you know, they're either suffering with it or they're have family members. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I would say most of us have been touched by it in some way, maybe not personally, Mm -hmm. but someone in our family, someone that's close to us, a friend, you know, whatever that may be. Um, And it is, it's a, you know, one of those things that we just, it stinks, but that we have to deal with it. That so many people have to be affected by it, but you are a sparkle. You are the reminder of hope and the reminder that you have to keep going no matter how hard or how dull that sparkle has gotten. I'm sure it has at times. There's a chapter in my book. You've got this boss mama and it's chapter 11 and it's called don't let anyone ever dull your sparkle. And love it. It really is about not taking your sparkle away, no matter like, you know, whether it's, whether it's cancer, whether it's, you know, uh, being assaulted, whether it's, um, you know, uh, being in a financial quagmire, whether it's, you know, whatever it may be that's hitting you in your season, um, not letting someone dull that sparkle, but especially not letting yourself dull that sparkle because other people can try to blow it out and extinguish it again and again and again, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's up to you to keep that light kind of going. Yeah. Love that. So, well, listen, this is absolutely wonderful. Where can, um, I know people can find you. We'll have all your information in the show notes. Um, you know, if you, I would love for you guys to reach out to Christy, learn a little bit more what she's, you know, been up against to follow her on, you know, social media. She is such a valiant, you know, like role model for so many of us. And, you know, you think you're having a bad day, like just remind yourself, like, listen, it could always be worse. Right. And uh, I got it. I got that reminder today. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, and I'm sure, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of people that have like not made it through, you know what I mean? Literally today. (laughs) yeah yeah and I can only imagine how much how hard that blows right like I like and um but it makes yeah, you just more grateful yeah absolutely absolutely well 
Christy, thank you for being a light. Thank you for being a sparkle. And thank you for showing us grit, grace, and glitz. We're going to sign off here from grit, grace, and glitz. Go share this with someone else. Go sparkle your sunshine to someone else today. And by all means, give yourself the grace that you need, you deserve, and you know you must give to others. Thank you so much, Christy. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode, and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all-new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz.